It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around To help build your hope up, then help drag you down They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about So now you're in, and now you won't bag out Yeah, what's poppin', my dirties? It's 8 in the p.m. on Wednesday, September 17th, 2014. You're checking in with your, you're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye on the ones and twos. And I'd like to welcome the Richter to my O'Brien, the McMahon to my Carson, the, uh, the Richard to my Simmons, the Sade to my Batterinois. Mr. Jonathan Henry Hi. Weeks. Jonathan Henry Weeks, how are you? Good, how are you, man? Oh, my God, man. it's good to be back. Hey, it's good to be back. It's going down. Can't find a better mind. Better mind. <laughs> Baby girl, I've been watching you all day. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, the thing you got behind you is amazing. Um, What's going so, on, man? So, listen, you, you've had a big um, life change. And no, it's, I'm not, you know, for the people listening who listen to the show regular. Uh, regularly, not talking about uh, getting his dick cut off, but um, <laughs> weeks. Tell me about your. How are you settling in in Newark, New Jersey? I am uh, well. Uh, thank you. Yes, uh, it's uh, it's been okay. You know, there's a lot of moving around, a lot of uh, meeting new people, but I'm liking the job so far. A lot on the job training, so and uh, a lot of. Um, actually distance training, so I'll be going to the great state of Georgia for a little bit, just like I went to uh, Texas for that other training. But, uh, you know, I'm loving Newark. I'm loving New Jersey. I'm loving being kind of back in the middle of the uh, East Coast here. And, uh, you know, I do miss Vermont for some things, but I really am glad to be back kind of homish, you know, in that tri-state region. Right, right. Now, I don't know about you, but I found that when over the weekend when I had to go to Newark to uh, pick up a rental car and drop it off, I found that it is impossible to get out of yes. that area uh, and the, the state of New Jersey in general. There's no way to get out. You can't get out of there. I, I totally agree with you there. And, uh, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, you're coming back, coming from Vermont, coming to New Jersey. What the heck are you doing that for? But, yes, it's impossible traffic-wise to get out of the state. It's terrible. You know, when I leave like, on a Friday afternoon, i got to go back to Connecticut. 
it takes me like, you know, what should be a two and a half hour ride, maybe four hours, just because of the insane traffic. Uh, they just don't want you to leave. And I have to say, New Jersey drivers are probably the most aggressive drivers I've ever come across. Ever. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I mean, I was worried over the, when I had to drive over the weekend, I had to drive like eight hours to and from uh, Bumblefuck Stick, New York. <laughs> And to get there, I had to go through New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and it was, uh, you know, it was, uh, I was scared that I was going to murder someone. You know, I was scared that I, I haven't driven in a, a year since I went to L.A., but I made it through without killing anyone. And not only that, I did not even get honked at once. So I found... That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Um, Congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Now, Weeks, I don't know uh, if if you know, but I I, I turn a certain uh, age tomorrow. Yeah, and... yeah congratulations. Happy <laughs> birthday, mate. Thanks, oh. buddy. Uh, no problem, but, bro. Well, so right before the show, like two minutes before the show, I'm trying to uh, go get my uh, reading glasses, and I, I realize <laughs> that I must have, like, left them at work or something. And so then I go, I, I try to g- go get them from another place. And in the midst of trying to pick them up, I drop my laptop on my foot and it hurt oh. like hell. Like right, you know, right, dropped it like right to the edge of it was just penetrating the, my foot. And then I, uh, uh, I went to put my headphones on to do the radio show and I, I like let go of them too quickly or something. And I smacked myself right in the, the right side of the face with the headphones and now I'm talking to you. So what do you think all these are all these like signs of something? Like I, I'm worried I'm gonna have a horrible birthday now. <laughs> no, no, if anything, it, it means it's gonna be a great birthday because you can only go up from there. I mean that's that's all right. You know, you you get you're beating yourself up about nothing, you know, literally. Ah, you get it? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> but, no, but uh no, you have a great birthday tomorrow, great celebration coming up. And, uh, you know, one, one thing I did notice when I hit 31 was back pain. I don't know if you're having back pain, but boy, oh, boy, it's just <laughs> terrible. I shouldn't get away from it. It's awful. No. I mean, you, I, you know me. I'm Johnny Injury. So if I have <laughs> back pain, I, I don't notice it because something else hurts more. Right. That's right. <laughs> See, but is it that's, with... that's the actual benefit of having multiple pain. You don't really know which one's worse. <laughs> <laughs> Where where does it hurt? Your lower back? Yeah, it's my, my, my uh, lower back, yeah. So, like, you know, I'll, I'll be fine, like, the entire day. And, you know, sitting and standing. And then when I lay down for, like, ten minutes, I try to get up. I can barely even get up. It's awful. Uh, you sound like Andre Agassi at his last U.S. Open uh, when he had to lay on the floor of the hotel room and he had to uh, lean on – or, no, his second to last U.S. Open when he had to lean on Roger Federer uh, when he lost the final. But hey, he made it oh to the final. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> did you did, did something um this something something uh you know kind of uh, I I had a I had a little incident last week where I really had to take a a shit and uh, <laughs> I was uh, r- rushing to get home from the gym. And then I like I make it right to my corner, and then I'm like, okay, almost. And I had to like it was one of those where I had to stop and clench a few times. And then I'm stopping and I'm clenching, and then I realize that I feel a little warm dripping down my leg. And boy, was that shit nasty. And then I like you know I had to go in the bathroom, and 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 so then I'm I'm on the 
toilet and I'm wondering, am I getting shit all over the toilet? I don't even know. I just had to shit so bad. And then after that was over, I, I uh, had the uh, my jeans uh, that were on had shit in them. So I was like, I didn't know how to handle that. So I put them in the bathtub and ran them under uh, some water for a while. And uh, it got, you know, put them in plastic, bagged them up along with those uh, boxer briefs and brought them to the laundromat with the load the next day. Um, but there's something about this time of year that that happened on my 30th birthday. It's like every time around this year, I find a way to, to department store all over my gerarium. Did you did you have some sort of experience like that? Did I hear about that? Yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's I think as we get older, that should be more and more common. I forget what comedian said that, uh, but you lose your like control of your bowels. It's pretty, pretty it sounds pretty awesome. But. <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's like a surprise waiting for you at every corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's happened to me several times though. Oh that's yeah, like well, uh, you know, it, it's it's always gonna you know it's always a danger for me for some reason. Uh, do, do you want to go into further detail? Yeah, recently. So recently, I was uh, I've had like I, I I would literally never have that incident, uh, you know, before, but. In the last year, 31 was the year for me. You know, it wasn't too long ago. It was like, you know, uh, August that I turned 31. Yeah. And I had, well, you know, probably three incidents in between then, <laughs> one of which was awful, the most recent one, where I probably ate too much at a uh, uh, Red Lobster because they had the all-you-can-eat-shrimp kind of deal there. Gross. And um, it's, it's gross, but it's, 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 it's great, bro. It's, but uh, I ate way too many... Uh, Hey, way too many shrimp, and I knew I was going to have issues, and I I just kicked myself in the ass, you know, literally, uh, you know, <laughs> when uh, you know I got in the car and I knew my stomach was rumbling a little bit. But well, we all think we could get back home in time, you know. Yeah. It should only really be about a twenty minute drive from where I was. I was in Secaucus, <laughs> and I was trying to get back to Newark. Well. And uh, you know, of course, me not knowing where the heck I am, and not knowing how to get back to where I was because it's only like the second time I went out. Um, I got lost, and so what I did was I had to go on this Jersey uh, turnpike and pay a toll. <laughs> Meanwhile, my stomach's going crazy. I can't sit still in the seat. I don't want to, you know, have a disaster all over my seat. You know, I'm worried about my seat more than anything else. I don't want to ruin my car. Cause how am I going to drive in a car with shit all over it? You know? So, I mean, uh, I, go to the, I go to the toll booth. The lady's taking absolutely forever, and I, I really don't have the exact change either, so I, I can't blame her. Yeah, uh, you know, and uh, I just I support it out because I I'm just so scared I'm not going to make it. I said, "Oh yeah, please!" And uh, she finally gives me the change. She gives me the weirdest face in the world. I thought she was going to call the cops on me. I was going to get arrested. You know, and then I really had really had trouble by by crashing my car. And uh wait, you told the so toll booth I collector literally, Hold on. Wait, you told the toll booth collector you were gonna get arrested if you what? I, I thought so, yes, because I was like so angry in the way I talked to her. It was really inappropriate. I didn't spoil her anything. I was just like, Hurry up It was like, uh-huh. you know, talking to you know, like a family member or something. But um uh-huh. <laughs> So I was literally going like, you know, way beyond the speed limit to get to where I was back home. I, I, I thought it was at home, it was at a hotel, uh, an extended stay. And it literally, I thought it was, I was in the go. You know, I opened the door, I guess it was the bathroom. Uh, yeah. You know, 
I'm rolling myself on the seat there. Uh, and since I feel it's safe, safe to, you know, try to cleanse yourself in the bowl, before I create the vacuum seal around the bowl where, you know, the skin touches the, the, the bowl, the toilet, it explodes. It, ex- it explodes. I had no control. I thought I was good. It explodes. It goes all over through the creases of the toilet somehow. I don't even know how that happened in that case. And there is stuff on the floor, on the shower stall, you know, because there was a small bathroom. All over the towels. It was it was a disaster beyond anything imaginable. I didn't even I could not even had a nightmare about this. It was that bad. It was just awful. <laughs> did, did you have toilet paper readily accessible? I had toilet paper accessible, but listen, my friend, that toilet paper stood no chance against what I created there. <laughs> that toilet paper, not even 15 rolls would have helped me in that thing. It was, uh, you know, luckily I had a clean towel, you know, and uh, my goodness, my, uh, some of my clothes were not even, uh, you know, able to be safe. They were not salvageable <laughs> at that point. I gave up on some of those clothes. I said goodbye to some of my favorite jeans, and uh, no. <laughs> it was really, it, it, you know, it was something that I really did not expect that day, and uh, I don't want to ever relive that again. <laughs> Wasn't there something about you had to ask the concierge for your toilet paper or something? Yes, that's another thing. I had to get wear toilet paper. That's another thing that held me up, because I knew there was no toilet paper in the bathroom, and it's this weird extended stay. For some reason, in New Jersey, is this happens to me several times in hotels. They don't bring it up to you, uh, the, the, the toilet paper roll, and they don't clean your room daily. So you have to go down there and ask them for another roll of toilet paper, which I hadn't had the chance to do that day. Yeah. So I had to do it right when I was running up. They gave it to me, but that added precious minutes to the clock. You know, it's <laughs> like your Tuesday clock that just, you know, wiped out another two minutes of my time to get it to the toilet. And those seconds are valuable, incredibly valuable, before the explosion took place. And that's what happened. It's, you know, it was just five more seconds. That's all I needed, and I would have been fine. But it wasn't enough. Do you find that when you get closer to your destination, that you're more likely to like, – It's. I think it's something about, like, knowing that you have the ability to shit in a matter of minutes that makes you shit immediately. You know, like when I was that's on the street exactly. corner. That's, that's exactly right. I feel, uh, you know, it's just like, you know, we all, I remember we were talking, like, your, your, your brain tells your organs to do certain things, right? Organs, yeah. have, I think, have a mind of their own sometimes, <laughs> you know? I, don't, well, I think respective, yeah. irrespective of the brain, I think they just do what they want to do, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, certain organs can get you in a lot of trouble. That's right. I think, like, your colon, if it's pissed off at you, it literally craps itself out. If it has an attitude, you're not eating the right stuff, it's going to give you issues. I guess what I deserved you... it for going to the uh, all shrimp. <laughs> what did you say was the, was fine to to it was to use uh, in, in the – what did you say was fine to use instead of toilet paper in the share song? Uh, oh, I said, like – I I think it's plenty fine to use clothes. If absolutely necessary, if in a situation where it's the last resort, your clothes are are plenty of good substitute for a towel or toilet paper. 
Well, as I was driving up to um, the uh, Chautauqua on Saturday, uh, <laughs> which is beautiful, by the oh, way, but I don't know if you've been to like other areas of Pennsylvania outside of Philly or Pittsburgh, but what the fuck? What <laughs> the fuck happened? What happened? I have no idea. Okay. So... Um, <laughs> I as I was driving, I uh, I turned on uh, Howard Stern uh, on Sirius Satellite Radio, and on okay. the H- Howard Stern program, they had a, a like a playback of the James this James Franco interview. So I kept it on, and um, it was so fascinating. But one of the things that he did was he made a documentary about taking sh- dumps. <laughs> James Franco and- did. James Franco did, and it was like for class. So for NYU, when he was there, I guess what happened was he had made this documentary about taking shits, and then he was going to show another documentary for his like um, final. By the way, two hundred one. I see you on the line. I'll get with you in just a second. Um, thanks for your patience. So Franco is uh, trying to make this doc documentary, and um, he what he did was they scheduled like this showing of all their shorts. Uh, their short films, all the NYU students, and he had this one teacher, professor, who didn't like him, and mm-hmm. he requested, he was like, okay, so I have this other movie that's screening at Tribeca, I'm really excited about it, I want to be able to make it, so if you can just, on the day of showings, if you can make it so that my film is not showing at this time, I would appreciate it. And so then, of course, they showed it at that time that he requested they not show it, and... <laughs> He didn't tell anyone, and rather than show the film he was going to show, he swapped it out with the shit documentary. So he almost literally shat on their the finals day, and he and so I guess what happened in the filming of this was that the guy who was supposed to shit on camera, like he's like, oh yeah, James had a had a big burger, I'm ready to go, and then he could not shit, and so then like the next. The ne- they couldn't get the shot, so then like the next, and they were at like a Bloomingdale's or something, and then the next day they were at another place where the the wall didn't match, the wall of the stall didn't match, so rather than shit in the toilet, he had to shit into like they set up this cardboard box setup thing, and also in a bathroom, but not at Bloomingdale's because it didn't match, so they set it up outside where the sink was because the, the area by the sink matched, and then so the guy like tried to shit again. And and he was like, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go, James. And all that came out was like this little pellet. So then James Franco was like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. And so then like <laughs> Franco uh, tries to, to shit and he can't shit. So it was a whole, you know, it was a whole big thing. Anyway, how disgusting is like, what, what a sick fuck. By the way, he's really hot and I love him, but what a sick guy. Sick guy, but a genius in a lot of ways, too. A- a genius. By the way, Weeks, a lot of people call you the Dr. Drew of the Internet, and I think we have a caller on the line. Uh, 202, what's your name? Where are you checking in from? What can we do for you? Uh, hello. My name is Mark Thompson, and I'm calling from New Jersey. Oh! Hi, Mark. Hello, How are you? I'm good. I, ha- I have a problem, but it's of the sexual nature, and I hope that is okay for your program. Oh, my. Weeks? Okay. Weeks, what do you say? Can you can you handle a, a sexy problem? Let's let's handle. I do sexy well. Let's do it. 
All right, well, I, I've recently been dating this girl, and we started with the sexual intercoursing, and I've found that upon climax, <laughs> I tend to scream out the alphabet, but I, uh, I think I'm getting the order wrong, and she is judging me. What's the mark? What's the problem there? Is it uh, that she's judgmental of your climax uh, experience there? <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah. You see, if I was not uh, in the process of ejaculating, I think I would be able to get the alphabet uh, correctly in order. <laughs> but you know, I just, I just don't want because I, I finished all the proper schooling, and I don't want her to think she's dating a guy who doesn't know how to how to say the alphabet. I mean, I sometimes change up the ending uh, after a Z, but that's just depending if I'm feeling very frisky for that particular time, you know? Like what's okay, something well, I mean, that you would say when you change, when you change the ending, what would you say? Oh, uh, some, well, the, the classic ending is now I know my ABCs next time. Won't you sing with me? But right. sometimes I would, I would say now we've sung the ABCs next time we can shoot the breeze. <laughs> Now, Mark, um, I, I can you – is it possible for you to – so that Weeks can have a, a firmer grasp, because it seems like he's having issues over there, a firmer grasp of what you're talking about, would you be able to maybe reenact um, how the, the ejaculation moment goes with the ABCs? Yeah, yeah, I, I will, I will try, uh, try my best so I can relieve myself of this grammatically incorrect climax problem. Uh, oh, you don't need to actually relieve yourself, like ejaculate on the show. I mean, you can. No, you I want. know you're you're talking about uh, yes, reenactment. Don't worry, I I am okay. not uh, prepared to uh, do that on the air. That is a private matter. But the <laughs> ejaculation does somehow go like this. It it probably like a a a b c f h h m n o l. And and you see the order is all screwed up. <laughs> Mark, this is a serious issue. I think it's uh, no, sorry. It is. I'm I'm, I'm I'm nervous. She doesn't. She's not going to want to keep having the sex with me. And you know, I I enjoy it. It's an enjoyable few minutes with her. With her, it's been a while. So I I, I don't want to lose out. So let me get this straight. You 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 can recite the alphabet, you know, when you're not having an orgasm in the proper format, right? In the, the proper or, you know, uh, chronological order, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. It's in the chronological order of the alphabet. I I know my ABCs. I, I do. Okay, very very good, Mark. I'm proud of you. Um, so thank you. And do you get when you're in the uh, the orgasm. Are you able to recite all the letters, or is it just not in order? How is it? You know, you gave me an example, and that was a great example, but I just didn't hear all the letters. I'm, I'm a little well, some, Sometimes I, I don't make it all the way to the end um, because I, I finish with the ejaculation before I get to Z, unless, of course, Z comes within the first few letters because I have scrambled them yet again. <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> But you know, I, it's uh, sometimes I get halfway through. Um, I, I don't know if maybe I should just say it in my in my head. I've tried that, but then it, it just it comes out. I, I blurt it. I blurt it out. When oh, okay. I, well, does it so, have to be the alphabet? Can you maybe use numbers or 
something maybe easier, like names or something? Oh, oh I can't count even when I'm not orgasming in, in order, so oh, it, can't, oh. it, can't, it can't be numbers. Maybe names would be a, a good, but I don't know whose names in which, which, I, would, which I would use. How about uh, names of the alphabet, like A, Alice? Well, you don't want to be you know, saying other girls' names, I guess. That wouldn't be too important. <laughs> But I'm sorry. Don't tell us to my advice on that one. But, um, That's true, yeah. I, I think Cynthia would be annoyed. Listen, I, I think, you know, she's being overjudgmental. If, uh, but I, I also think that you should really stick to the ABCs as they are in order and try to get to the Z. You don't really need the ending of it. You know, the ABCs are all A to Z. They're not, you don't have to sing that whole Summer Breeze ending. I like that, but... Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, it's very creative, but... This city A to Z, you know, try to recite that before orgasm and, uh, you know, try to stick with it. You know, keep yourself on point and uh, try to do the best you can. Keep Z till the end. You know where it, you know, falls and, uh, you know, just let her know not to be so judgmental. I think that's a little nitpicky and uh, you obviously know your ABCs and you're well-educated, so uh, you'll, you'll be fine there, I think, you know. But uh, I do like that little ditty there at the end of it, so. Uh, so thank you, guys. Thank you, yes. I appreciate you being aware of my education. She sometimes belittles my DeVry University degree. I, I just wonder uh, why, though, and weeks. I'm not sure why you haven't brought this up yet, but why is it that you choose to uh, sing the ABCs upon orgasm? <laughs> That's a good question, yeah. Well, it's something I once started to do uh, to try to delay the uh, impending orgasm, and it has just, I guess, <laughs> stuck around with me. It's a catchy little ditty, and I just, I feel, I feel at home and and comforted by the ABCs because without it, I feel like there is no order in the world. Oh, so you okay. associate it with pleasure? With what? <laughs> With pleasure. Uh, yes, I, I think I think so. From what I'm guessing, your wording is. <laughs> now, no, Mark, is there a certain point in the alphabet where you get kind of tricked up? I really don't like that L M N O P part. It really takes a lot of concentration to get through that little link there that in the part, alphabet. That part is is hard. Some last few times upon uh, finishing, I, I tried to stare intently at her nose. Um, to try to to find a focal point, but she said it was making me cross-eyed, and that I don't think is attractive. Was it making you cross-eyed because you were fucking her from behind? No, I I only do that occasionally. Okay. I've got a good suggestion for you, Mark. Um, Oh, I'm excited. Do I like reciting the all the time? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is, Mark. You like reciting the alphabet during orgasms, and you want to show your your girlfriend, your significant other, that uh, you're capable of it. So, why don't you put like an alphabet order on the wall, you know, above your bed frame or something, or even on the bed frame, so that you can concentrate on it. And over time, uh, through orgasms, you will, you know, develop it in memory, and you'll be prepared for the situation. It's just you just need that little kind of memory there, you know, just put it there on the, the wall, but make sure you concentrate on her as well, but, you know, that'll help you along the way. Oh, I, I like that very much. That is a very good uh, suggestion. Do you think Target sells those? 
Uh, I think Target would definitely sell those. You know, you might be able to find those in the uh, children's sections or the toys <laughs> section. Uh, you might be able to find it at, uh, I don't know, you know, you, you just got to get out there and find those. Maybe at Walmart, too. They might have those, like, the little, you know, those little birthday things. They might have that with the alphabet, but smaller. Oh, uh, I... Or the party I, store. Your party store. Oh, there's a lot of options. I'm very... Yeah. This is good. This is good. <laughs> So she'll she'll know now that I know my ABCs. Or this that's, could totally that's right. backfire. That's right. It could backfire because she'd be like, "Why does he have a children's alphabet poster on the wall? <laughs> he doesn't know his ABCs." Well, the one thing, one thing, everybody knows their ABCs, and, and Mark definitely knows. But uh, that's true. It could backfire. But I think she should appreciate that. You're a man of uh, you know higher intellect, and you you have a high regard for the ABCs. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank. Yeah. Hopefully, she won't. Uh, it won't backfire because that would be that would be bad. I mean, I'll just tell her it's. Uh, I read it in a in a feng shui book. <laughs> Mark, yeah. what do you do for a living? Me, I I'm a chartered accountant. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. Yeah, I, I you know I. It's, it's difficult since I'm not very good with numbers, but you know, I I just enjoy <laughs> tax tax season, dotting I's and crossing crossing T's. You know, mm-hmm. That's, right. Well, your alphabets again, right? You know, you you're pretty good at that. So, uh, good luck with that, and hopefully we helped you out there. Good oh, luck, Mark. more than you know. I I have a a dinner date and tonight we're going I got a reservation at the Red Lobster and oh, so boy. I feel like <laughs> like after you know that you <laughs> well make sure that you uh, it's not too far away from home and a clean toilet and really enjoy the uh, all you shrimp out there it's really quite good are you <laughs> suggesting that, that I have sex with her on my toilet <laughs> no, no, Mark, no. No, you don't want to do that because that's not where the alphabet is. It's going to be on, you know, in your bedroom. You don't right, want to do that. right, okay. That, I'm I sorry. would be setting my, myself up for failure. That yes, that no. would be a, a shitty situation, excuse the pun. <laughs> 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 So, Mark, I wish you great luck on this date and, try, you know, learn your ABCs again. You know, it's going to be fun. It'll be a good, a good experience. Thank you very much. I owe you I owe you one. No, Mark, Thank we owe you. Thank you for calling. Oh, okay. Of course, <laughs> I'll talk to you guys uh, later if I have more problems. Yeah, call back. 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 Bye, Mark. Okay. Have a good night. Uh, um, I don't think that Mark knew that we were talking about uh, Red Lobster and shitting before that comment just now. So it's such a, I guess. <laughs> That's bizarre. That's so Mercury, bizarre. Mercury must be in Gatorade again. I think so. It must be. That is bizarre. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this, 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 this Franco uh, poop story, by the way. Uh, right. Why would you want to make a documentary about that? And and you had to like he had to get like go beneath the guy's you know grundle or taint or whatever to get the the angles and shit, literally shit. <laughs> well, 
I mean, I can understand it. It's day and it's so essential to who we are. And, uh, but I think you've got to be a little on the sick side to really document, document it. And this is like yeah. for a serious project for school too, right? Yeah, it was his, it, well, it, not really. It was That was a different film than the film that he did for the final. The film for the final, he he swapped it out for the shit film. <laughs> I think Chris Franco is a unique character, a special person. And uh, I, I wouldn't want to film that, but I think it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Nor would I want to see it, really. But... Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's interesting. Maybe we should have a showing of the film. Of I the think we should. I, I would like to get my hands on that film. But in the meantime, um, I, I, I am going to look for the wizard. In the meantime, uh, go buy some razors, okay, Weeks? Okay, I will. Definitely. I'm going to do that right now. Okay, and we'll be right back with the uh, we'll be right back with the hot mess awards after this advertisement. Yeah. Hey guys. Thank you for checking in to BlazingRyeRadio.com and for listening to Blazing Rye Backstage. Let me ask you a question. You ever get real fed up with how much money you're spending on razors to shave your fucking face with? Well, we have a solution for you. If you go to BlazingRyeRadio.com, simply click on the banners for Dollar Shave Club. That'll take you to DollarShaveClub.com where you will have the opportunity to sign up to join Dollar Shave Club and the program that they've established could not be any easier. Select one of their great razors, pay one low monthly fee, as little as $1 a month, and they'll send top-notch quality razors right to your door. No more overpaying for fancy brand-name shave tech, no more forgetting to buy your blades. Every new member gets a free compatible handle, and if you upgrade or downgrade your plan to a different blade, you get another free handle. It's like putting a hot blade through lather. Change your blade with two clicks and receive it the next month. Yes, handle is still included free. You're going to love, you know, the way you look. I guarantee it. But even if you don't, you can cancel at any time. Easily. Weeks, back to you. Right? Go fuck yourself. Love you, bye. <laughs> Tom Fogarty, hey! Tom Fogarty, the wizard of the house. 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 What's going on, Sire? You're you're back in boy. I feel like you are you travel more than uh, a stand-up comedian who tours. I don't know what I'm saying. You travel a lot, to Florida. <laughs> uh, so do you, dude? How many friggin' weddings do you attend a year? That's a good point. That's a good point. But I, you know, this. I, I, but the thing is, at least they're not in fucking Florida. Woo! <laughs> Yeah, with a terrarium in my drawers. Well, I told you that I uh, I department stored all over my terrarium uh, a few days ago. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> and weeks weeks had an incident at the Red Lobster. I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who have you got for us tonight for the Hatamesa Wall? 
Well, my first one's going to be you with that damn razor ad I just listened to. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? Bring back the jiggly ball scrotum thing that you were pushing what? before. I I don't know. I didn't I didn't hear it. I was peeing during buzzer. that. Ad. What was that? What was, was that? What? You advertised that for a while. The penis buzzer ring. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, we we still uh, we still rock with AdamEveToys.com. You can check them out at, at our website. There oh you yeah, go. you need to break that back. <laughs> okay, and my second hot mess yeah. has got to be this this doctor, the the last one that John Rivers saw. Uh, uh, Ooh. Yeah. Not only is the thing about him taking a selfie with her. Yeah. Coming up. Apparently, he's also in the Celine Dion documentary about all her vocal problems. Ooh. Really? And there's a shot of sort of like like face bombing one of the things. Ooh. And and oddly enough, his name is very similar to Doctor Kavorkian. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? His name's like Corvin. Mm. Oh, Doctor Corvin. That's Yeah, it's weird. He's like the new Conrad Murray Mine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Selfie time. Yep. <laughs> and who is your final hot mess, Sire? My final hot mess has got to be have you caught an episode of this for real yet? No. no. Who's for real? Oh, my God. It's like this bootleg version of The View or The Talk, and it should just be called The Ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really like Lonnie Love, and she sort of seems to be the sane one. But this is like the biggest hodgepodge of also rands I've ever seen. Uh, to begin with, the loudest mouth on the bunch is Tamara Braxton. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, actually sort of is like, Musically, what, she's got a couple Grammys now. She's got a couple BETs under her belt. So Who's she's Tamar? Is Tamar? Or Tony Braxton? Yeah. yeah. T- not Tony Braxton? You know, with that wonky eye of hers. You're never Donkey. quite sure if it's her eyelashes sticking together or if her eye just doesn't open. <laughs> oh, I don't. Is that like Tony Braxton's sister or brother or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's the baby. She's the loudmouth one of that Braxton oh, family. Oh, she's the Solange. Mm-hmm. Whatever that thing was called. And then there's this Tamara Mari Housley, who was mm-hmm. one of the twins that was sister sister. Yeah. Sister sister. She's a big old hot mess. <laughs> then there's Adrienne Bayon, who mm. I guess was the lead singer of CLW and the Cheetah Girls. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then there's Jeannie Mai, the Asian. To begin with, they're all just sort of like the Asian one's not like full Asian. The Hispanic one's like not full Hispanic. The Braxton chick is sort of like not really black. I mean, there's just they're like a hot potch. It's like this bizarre muddled, you know, Benetton chick of color. Jenny Mai is like claim to fame as she's a makeup artist who apparently has has done some ETV. Mm-hmm. So these these chicks now sit and discuss the same things 
that the the old ladies on the View talk about in the morning, and then mm-hmm. these sort of hipper crowd from the talk talk about in the afternoon. And now you've got these like young ghetto chicks, like just, <laughs> and they're calling it the real. Uh, it's the ghetto, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> is what what network is it on? Uh ooh, good question. Okay. Maybe I catch it. Maybe my nine, whatever the hell that is now. Oh yeah, sure. Oh. Well, it sounds like a great show. We got to get get those ladies on the show. Definitely, yeah. There you go. I'm sure they jump at the chance. Do you guys have your ball buzzer rings on, and are you ready to jack off? Oh my God! I've been waiting for a long time. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, yeah, I just got to get these clips together. Aren't you, aren't you still friends with her to be able to get another copy of the Hot Mess song? <laughs> yeah, I I just have been busy with all these weddings and just haven't done it. Oh. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I'm that, not that sure calls, that... That calls you to schmertz in your drawers. Well, I'm not sure that we've <laughs> been legally using that clip for the last four years because it was written... Uh, by a man named Ryan Scott Oliver, and I have not spoken to that man once. I look at it as it's Katie's song, so Katie can do what she, you know, she can do with the song what she wants to do, and I cleared it with her, and she performed it at my shit, the show, whatever, but the thing is, uh, it's it's definitely, uh, you know, his composition, so I'm always iffy on that hot mess. Uh, this is starting to sound like... Uh... The Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. That whole thing. That whole thing that went down with the blonde wig and you know the TLC writing woman. Nobody <laughs> knows. She wrote, that, Nobody she wrote knows. that song for her and she recorded it and then she didn't give her any of the money of it. Really? Ooh. You know what the hell I'm talking about? T Boz? Hell yeah. What the T-Boss? hell is that song? Waterfalls. What? Creep? No, 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 no. It's the 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 big blonde bimbo that wears the wigs. On she's no no longer on the Housewives of Atlanta, but she has her own spinoff show. She married that much younger football player for the Atlanta Falcons. Bethany oh, Franklin. Oh, I know he's talking about. Kim Kim Kardashian or whatever the hell her name was. Huh? <laughs> what? What we? Kim, Kim Jong Il? Her name is Kim, and she has that damn song that was shit. For some reason, the only thing. Don't be tardy to the party. Don't be tardy to the party. Oh, don't be tardy to the party. Oh, well, she claims she wrote it, and it was really the. The little singer-songwriter on the show that wrote it. Oh, they were talking about Taylor Swift. And she, she's not allowed to sing it anymore, but oh. it's a hot mess. So, yeah, kind of like it sounds like what the hot mess song is. It's kind of like John Fogarty. Remember all those, like, 20 years when John Fogarty couldn't sing Creedence Clearwater songs? Oh, yeah. 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 All right. The AP yep. reported today 
that New York jazz musicians fear poverty in retirement. Strange that they didn't already fear poverty in jazz. Uh, We've got a lovely street corner that a musician could spend some time on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure some other folks could as well. Oops. In a recent study published in the American Journal of Political Science, shows that people are more likely to be attracted to the body odors of people who have similar political beliefs and repelled by the body odors of those with opposing ideologies. Damn, this explains why sometimes Weeks is such an asshole. Shalali <laughs> 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 says what? <laughs> Photographer Nadav Kandir risked nuclear radiation to capture haunting post-Soviet landscapes. I feel like that's what I risk every time I come on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Oscar winner Lupita Nyong'o appeared on Sesame Street this week to discuss shades of skin and skin color with Elmo. In my estimation... Elmo shouldn't be any nowhere talking about no damn sharing skin. If it's so chill, I wouldn't be paying out for something that's not at all. You hear me, Jim? The feelings ain't no sick of me. Always ain't no damn sick of me. You hear me? You feel me? Hallelujah. The Marriott hotel chain now wants you to cough up money to pay their maids. What is this? A shitty extended stay in Newark? What, sire? Is that where you were when that happened? Yeah. That's that's where Weeks was, yeah. That's where that's where that happened, yeah. You were at the yeah, Marriott, we, and oh, my God. We both <laughs> shat in our drawers. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't have at least made it to Trenton? <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I couldn't make it. I, I thought Newark would be the best place to do it. He was yelling at the toll booth co- collector that he was going to get arrested. Because <laughs> he had to shit so bad. I had to get going. I was on that damn uh, parkway. Oh, Lord. I'll load it. iOS 8 debuted today for iPhone and iPad around 1 p.m., which is weird because people were already complaining about it by breakfast time. (laughs) 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 Well, this chick has been everywhere the last couple weeks. I guess she's pushing this new show. Meredith Vieira opened on... Uh, up today on her talk show about enduring domestic abuse. I can only imagine what she went through. And I thought the view at home was domestic abuse enough for anybody. (laughs) (laughs) My God, is that a lame-ass show now? I caught it today, too. It's a what show? Rosie and Rusty. The View now has oh, yeah. Rosie and you've got okay. Rosie Perez. You know the yeah. one that's on the You've got Rosie the one that talks like this. Yeah. <laughs> and you got Whoopi, who just seems to be permanently stoned all the time. 
<laughs> I don't know who the hell that other chick is. <laughs> who is it? Is it? It's not Jenny McCarthy anymore? No, they kicked her to the curb. So let me ask Ooh. you something, Sire, because I heard over the the weekend I was listening to a lot of Howard Stern on the on the satellite radio while I was making that eight hour drive to and from Chautauqua. And this uh Howard was saying talking about the view, the new co host on the view, and he was saying, you know, Rosie and Whoopi are both very big personalities. How are they gonna be there together? And then I was thinking about it. Um, at first, I was like, ah, it'll be fine. Then I thought about it, and I'm thinking in my head, Sire and Jonathan, I'm thinking in my head, Rosie is the same crazy-ass lady who called Kelly Ripa and call, uh, or no, who called Kelly Ripa homophobic on The View because she didn't want Clay Aiken to slap her in the face. And then Kelly calls in saying, saying, Rosie, that's outrageous. And I'm thinking in my head, do The View producers really want to work with that again? What's what do you what's going to be uh, what's happening there? Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. Yeah. That's a hot mess. The whole show is a hot mess. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Weeks? Who the hell is that? The singer Rita Ora forgot her bra and flashed crowds at Stella McCartney's London Fashion Week party. This is why I always say, keep an extra bra right up the front of your butt. <laughs> oh. Actually, that that was going to be my other hot mess before I heard that the razor ad. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, I was putting this between Rita Ora and Kim Kardashian. Uh-huh. <laughs> because, because Kanye wants Rita Ora to be on his next song, and Kim said, over my dead body. And, and you know Kanye does whatever the hell he wants to do, so there might be a dead Kardashian soon. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm surprised Kanye wasn't in your hot messes after he didn't he uh, try to get a man in a wheelchair to stand up the other he refused oh, to Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been last week. Yeah, he really thought he was Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he could make the guy walk. Um it was gonna be a miracle with the show. <laughs> a Florida middle middle school teacher has been suspended after demonstrating how to use a strap on to her 11- and 12-year-old students. She would not have pulled out the sex toy during class, but she wanted to make sure the kids knew to put it up the front of their butts. Just put it up in, insert it, and then just pull the cardboard out. Put put it up in what? You said insert it. In the vagina? In the what? Yeah. In your butt. Uh, uh... did, did you say in my, in my butt? <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, up the front of your bed, just stick it in there. <laughs> what? Was <laughs> <laughs> that a special ed class? <laughs> nope, that was a I have customer service. Special ed spray. This is really, this is really bad. This dance friend that I had did dance therapy, and they were working with, you know, like a a group home where they were functioning enough that they could go out on their own and do stuff, but still mm-hmm. had to be back, you know, at certain time and curfews and stuff. But when it came to, they realized that, that there was a lot of sexual activity going on. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. the person that they farmed out to come in and do a sex ed thing showed how to, like, put a condom on a banana 
Mm-hmm. Come to find out, that's then what the people were doing whenever they did decide to have sex. <laughs> they were putting the condom on the fucking banana and not themselves. They just missed, missed that step in the special ed instructions. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and so would they put the condom on the banana and then have unprotected sex? They fuck anyway. Then they'd have bareback sex. <laughs> bareback? Were they gay men? Huh? Were they gay men? No. <laughs> ain't it all ain't it all bare if if you ain't bearing a condom? Yeah, but I think bareback wouldn't the back imply the 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 butt? So that's not necessarily. That's... <laughs> I've seen, I've seen Kim Kardashian's video. <laughs> and uh weeks next yes sir Texas <laughs> is going to execute Lisa Goldman who starved her girlfriend's child to death who does she think she is Adrian Peterson And finally, a Washington man and woman were on their first date when, at the end of it, the woman ran over the man with his car, killed him, crashed the car into a wall, and had to be taken to the hospital herself. I don't know about you, but that sounds like the best date ever. Is she available? <laughs> Sire Fogarty, thank you so much. We are glad you're back in New York City. Don't go back to Florida again if you can help it. Not for a while, boo. Not for a while. Glad to hear it. Have a good night, mine. Good night, sire. See you later. And uh and 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 weeks. Um um and uh so uh I was at uh uh yesterday I was at the bar the you know the bootleg Starbucks this is at the Barnes and Nobles? Yeah, I know where that is. <laughs> so I was at one of these bootleg Starbucks at the Barnes and Noble and uh this woman in front of me, um, uh, Asian woman, probably doesn't matter for the story, but just so you have a depiction. Um, she was in front of me, and uh, sh- she ordered her coffee, and then she added <clears> – <throat> there were a couple wafers, like, uh, I don't know, chocolate wafers or something that were wrapped up in mm. plastic. They're, you know, packaged wa- wafers. So she put, like, two of them down, and then the guy said – Oh, those are on sale if you want to get a couple more. And the woman goes, oh. And she, she grabs a stack of these wafers and puts them down. And then the guy, like, smiles, and I start laughing. And it's like, what the? This lady was only going to get two. And then all of a sudden she finds out they're on sale, and she gets, like, 20. Try <laughs> crazy about those wafers, man. <laughs> I mean, wasn't it even a good sale? It was, well, it was fifty percent off, but that shit is already really overpriced. <laughs> she went crazy over I guess wafers. So. She went wacko for wafers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
Uh, by the way, the the kid who actually owns Mousy, the dog in real life, um, yeah. I I saw him at a, a Thai restaurant in uh, Portchester or some shit, maybe Greenwich, I don't know. Oh. And um, and and I said, so how's Mousy doing? And he turned to me immediately with almost a very like angry kind of look and goes, Why don't you tell me how Mousy's doing? Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. Why? Why would he say that? Because he knows we talk about Mousy. Oh, oh my god, are you kidding me? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well I can understand his anger because I still haven't found out what Mousy's up to. She's still kidnapped in Martha Stewart's place in Kenneth Maine. In what, Maine? <laughs> I think it's for that kind of Bunkport or Catabunkport or Bunkport. Or, ah! What? Catabunkport? <laughs> Catabunkport? <laughs> I don't know. Catabunkport? Is it Catabunkport? I don't know what you're saying. Are you having a stroke? Mousy <laughs> is still imprisoned in Maine. With Martha Stewart in Maine. <laughs> Has she released the album yet? No, she hasn't. She's still working on it. She's still, like, lining up artists to get on it. Like, uh, I told you she has a song with 50 Cent, another song with DMX, and uh, another song with Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> what is the song with Rosie? It's uh, Go Hard or Go Home. featuring Rosie O'Donnell. Do you know, have you heard any of it yet? Do you know how it goes yet? Uh, a little bit. I know Rosie's part. How does that go? Well, it's like a, it's kind of like a chorus part, which is yeah. like, I'm going home. I'm not going home. I'm coming to your house and even near your bones. I'm coming to your house and going after your bones? going to eat all your bones. <laughs> um... Even for lot, aggressive lyrics like that. There's a lot like more that. to it, though. What? 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 There's, a lot, there's a lot more to it. It, it, it actually sounds very good from what I heard. Even for aggressive lyrics like that, I cannot think of a worse person to do this than Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Maybe Rosie Perez. Well, I mean, it was, it, yes and no. I mean, I mean, Rosie has a lot of street cred. She's in, you know. She went through mm-hmm. a lot of uh, setbacks and whatnot, and she's only come back harder, you know? You know yeah. She, uh, she had that beef with Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Donald Trump, he's like, oh, Rosie, Rosie's a ridiculous person. Rosie's a dumbass. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of Donald Trump, uh, when I was listening to uh, the, the Howard Stern program, I was listening to other stuff too, but but this is the stuff that I, I remember. Um, and uh, I was listening to this, uh, or a star in Buck Wild, star used to call him Coward Stern. Yeah, you want to go over there and listen to Coward Stern. Missy Elliott, I don't care how much weight that bitch lost, you couldn't make, pay me to make out with that nasty looking heifer. Hell, I'd rather tongue kiss KRS-One. Coward Stern, Coward Stern, come at me, Coward Stern. So I was listening to Howard Stern, and um, apparently what he's been doing lately is making fun of Casey Kasem, because I don't know if you know this or not, but Casey Kasem is still not underground. 
Casey Kasem's really? body is in Norway, traveling the world. His dead corpse is going all over the place. So Howard Stern's been making all these jokes, and he had Carrie Kasem, uh, Casey's daughter, on the show, and he was like making jokes in front of her and saying, "Oh, you know, we do we do this, we do that." And one of the things that they played was this um, prank phone call that they made uh, using clips of Casey Kasem ordering from a Chinese restaurant. Okay. Okay. All right. Do you want to hear it or no? You don't want to hear it? I definitely want to hear this. Yes. Come on, please. Uh, I don't know if you're ready for this. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. Okay. So this is taken from the Howard Stern Show. It is uh, Casey Kasem ordering from a Chinese food restaurant. Hello? Hi, it's me, Casey. Casey? <laughs> I'm Casey Kasem. That's Chinese restaurant. You want to order something? Yes. What's your order? I'm ready. Yes, go ahead. Three. Uh, what number three? Nine. The <laughs> so number nine is house best or fire wine? Sure. What number? Two. You you can tell me the what you order because I don't know what number you chose to me. Four. Yeah, number four. What you order? <laughs> yes. Okay, it's beef broccoli. Okay, good. <laughs> want another one? Yes. Five. So number five, you want a chicken or pork? Sure. Seven. Number seven is chicken with garlic sauce. Oh no. Three. Chicken or pork? Okay, good. Huh? Now on with the countdown. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You got all that? Okay, we got a number one is chicken or pork chow mein. Good. Number two is chicken or beef chow mein. Okay. Number three is mugu dai tan. Okay, I got you. Number four is pepper steak. Sure. Number five is roast pork or chicken with mixed vegetable. Okay, good. Number six would be broccoli. Got you. Seven chicken with garlic sauce. Good. Eight is baby shrimp with broccoli. Yeah. Nine is pork or chicken no mein. Okay. Never is beef or chicken no mein. You heard that? No. Say it again. <laughs> what did you think about that? I loved it. I thought it was very funny. It's not. It's not bad. It's not. It's. It's, it's, it's what? Funny as hell. I thought, what? What? It's not what. Light headlight. It's not bad. I thought, I thought it was going to be like caseless. No, it's funny though. It's not. It's, oh. it's actually really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very funny. Uh, so. We it again. Good. <laughs> Ten <laughs> and on with the countdown. <laughs> the, the thing I most associate Casey Kasem with is Saved by the Bell. That Saved by the Bell episode that he like narrated, Zack Attack. I remember that episode very well, and I. I remember just the uh, the top ten. That's you know, Casey Kasem. That voice is—you knew who it was. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe I, you I, would I, even remember it was the top forty and not the top ten. Schmoha. Oh uh, yes, that's right. Uh huh. <laughs> hey, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, you're right. I I love that voice, you know, and uh, terrible what his family's doing to him, right? You know, I, I don't even know yeah. what they're. There's like a big battle over how much he was worth, right? Which is like $40 oh, million plus. Are they... It's a whole ordeal, and the, the daughter and the children are trying to um, uh, 
what I heard from Carrie Kasem on on Howard Stern's program is she she was saying that she got a uh, that, that there's there's a will and there's a trust and he had a trust for the kids but they haven't seen the trust and that towards the end of his life. He tried to change. This is shit. Like change. They tried to change the will or something. This is shit that I used to deal with when I worked at a, a different job. Um, right. And it, it's uh, it's complicated. But the thing is, I just wanted to reach out to this this lady and be like, unless that shit has been probated, it's not a legal document. However, um, mm-hmm. however. I, I don't know how it works in California because it's all in California and shit. And they, yeah, they don't know where they, they, they want to get the body buried in different places. They the the late the stepmother's trying to harbor money, and I think it's the stepmom and the stepkids against the biological kids, and it's just a fucking mess. Oh my god, that's a hot mess right there. Yeah, but uh, I'd that's say a, if, that's number one of the top forty hot messes. <laughs> Ten, <laughs> nine, eight. Okay, number one is. If, if if you were to um, make a prank phone call, and the prank phone call would involve a uh, uh, main bang, oh, is it my, uh, main, main bang, main bang, bangs on the other end of the call, and you, and then you were watching She's the Main. Uh, give us a general synopsis of what your music style is like, if you can. It's like rock and roll. <laughs> Generally. Fine, fine. All righty. I like that one. My my favorite scene in the main of Fines, that feature in the Fines, it's got to be, and I've returned to this movie, you know, uh, but I, it's such a great movie. Uh-huh. And there's this one scene where, you know, there's a conversation. She plays Chief uh, Jim Gordon in uh, Dark Knight Rises, and they're <laughs> having a conversation with Detective John Blake. Uh, played by your boy Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, and and uh, he's, Blake starts it off and he goes, "Those men locked up for eight years in Blackgate and denied parole into the Dent Act based on a lie. Gotham needed a hero. It needs it now more than ever. You betrayed everything you, you stood for. There was a structure to fail you, and the rules aren't weapons anymore. They're they're shackles, letting the bad guy get ahead. One day you may face such a moment of crisis, and in that moment, I hope you have a friend like I did." To plunge their hands into the filth so that you could keep yours clean. <laughs> their hands look plenty filthy to me, Commissioner. And that's my favorite scene. And she's a main man, but you made a face, right? That's mine. Fine, mine. Thank you, sir. Fine, Thank you, sir. And what, thank you, sir. What's your favorite scene? And she's a main man, but you made a face, right? A, B, C, D. S, H, I. <laughs> and my favorite scene is she's my man with the bang is uh from a movie called One Hundred One Dalmatians. Yes. And in the movie, Cru uh the Bang plays Cruella Deville and Cruella says, You beasts <laughs> But I'm not beaten yet. You've won the battle, but I'm about to win the wardrobe. Win the wardrobe. My spotty puppy coat is in plain sight and leaving tracks. In a moment, I'll have what I came for, while all of you will end up as sausage meat, alone on some fucking stoop. 
assholes. <laughs> and that's my favorite scene that she's my mind. The reason I ad-libbed at the end there was because I only have dot, 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 and I don't know how the hell that ends. You made it even better, my friend. Excellent job. Yeah, Thank you. Thank woo! you. Thank you. Thank you. I'd say this was a pretty good, succinct backstage. What do you think, Weeks? I'm happy. I thought this was great. Great to come back. Great to be back. I'm just happy to be here, my friend. There's nowhere I would rather be in the hours where the birthday is imminent. <laughs> That's right. Will I? I don't re- and, and happy I? birthday, my friend. You deserve it, thank my friend. Seriously. Thank you. I yeah, you know, enjoy you. yourself. Let loose. And, um, enjoy life. Get out there. Be, be fun. Be happy. You're a great kid and you deserve it. You sound like Jim Cramer, bro. <laughs> By the way, oh, I, I found a clip of that guy where uh, just accidentally, I don't know if anyone really knows about it. I've just shared it with my friends, where this clip is all about Dick's sporting goods and and he goes... <laughs> I'd much rather get excited about dicks. <laughs> and, and then they start talking about dick sporting goods, and there's all these like entendres, and there's all this like. Then dicks was up, and then then, then golf brought dicks down, and then like towards the end of the interview, my favorite part is when uh, Jim Cramer goes. But, you know, I'm glad Dix is done with golf. It'll be fun to shop there now again. It'll be fun to shop there. And then the guy looks at him like he's crazy. And he's like, was it fun to shop? And he's like, yeah, well, it used to be fun to shop there. And then the guy goes, I've never set foot in one of those stores in my life. And, like, he just carries on the interview. Oh, man, I'll send you the clip. It's it's such, like, it's like a minute and a half of pure genius, the entire thing. But the best parts are the beginning and the end. I'd much rather get excited about Dix. <laughs> I love to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> Will I see you on Friday? Are you local now, or what? What's, what's going to happen Friday? Lie to me. Lie to me, bro. You may you may see me. I'm in the den right now. Uh, in the H town. You're in a, a den. Big H and a T. I'm in what? the den right now. You're in Hamden. <laughs> I am. I am. I uh, um, I'm here like you know getting stuff to bring back to my place. So I'm not working in the next two days, basically. Oh. I, I might be there, actually. Did you work today? I did, yes. In Vermont or New Jersey or Texas or Georgia? No, but, and, and damn, Vermont is done. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I am on the, uh, the tri-state area. That's, it. That's all I'm going to be in, the tri-state area, for the rest of my life now. <laughs> Okay, that's a smart call. I can't really imagine leaving New York. And even, like, if I did, as much as I hate L.A., I feel like these are the only two places I could really uh, live because I'm, like, I'm a little like Jay Leno in that regard. You know, when he said, when he said, you know, people ask, uh, why didn't you go to ABC? Why didn't you go to Fox? The thing is, I didn't know anybody at ABC or Fox. The thing is, I don't know anybody in San Francisco. I don't know any, you know, I know people in New York and L.A. That's where I know people, man. (laughs) That's right. You got to go where you know, you know. And, you know, Vermont was awesome, but my closest friends weren't in Vermont. So I had to to come back, you know. Yeah, you got them in Dallas. Uh, (laughs) That's right. <laughs> Go Dallas. Go big uh, GX. Texas. Don't mess. Texas, Texas forever. Um, 
let's uh let's let's end it with this shit. Let's see. Okay. Let's end it with this shit here. Let's end it with this. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for, for coming on the new album is invitation uh hellermusic.com matthew heller one on twitter thank you so much for joining the program sir thank you blazing ray where are my other heller clips didn't i have other heller clips here before his new album is called invitation please welcome to the program matthew heller and the applause is... <laughs> hey, Blaze and Ray. Uh, give us a general synopsis of what your music style is like, if you can. It's like rock and roll, <laughs> generally. <laughs> I can think of no better way to get Heller made back. <laughs> we, we, gotta... <laughs> we do. We got to get we totally Heller. Do. Yeah. That that will be my next priority. Get Heller back to back. Get bring Heller backstage. Find out what's really going on behind closed doors right. there. I can think of no better yeah. way of ending the show than by thinking of any trumpets. I need a bit. Hit the brake floors. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that mother fucking thing? You're going to dress her up. You're going to take her out on a nice night in the town. Go to Red Lobster. Feed her up with some shrimp. You're going to yeah. orgasm. You're going to recite your alphabet. You're going to get it all screwed up. She's going to break up with you. You're going to have a, a, a terrible stomach ache. You're going to shit all over the bathroom. And it's going to be one of the best nights ever. <laughs> Even better than when that lady killed her date and went to the hospital. <laughs> not, not quite as good as that one. Not quite oh, okay. epic, but it's still a great night. <laughs> great night. <laughs> good night, Weeks. Good night, everybody. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.